0: If you haven't signed up for our Discord channel, please do so at majordomamedia.com. There's a link that will take you to our community on Discord. 14,000 plus and growing. We have to get to a higher number. Or there's no Christmas bonuses this year, folks. But great content about where to eat, what to eat. Highly opinionated takes about everything. but I think for most people, great discount codes to our partners at any day. Cookware, you should check out that extra large. Uh, you can cook. Well, I, I use it as like a big salad bowl these days, too.
1: I See, so I brought home a prototype from the office, and uh, I've been very reluctant to bring it back. <laughs> all You're all the I, one that took that's it. That's all I use.
0: Cometeer coffee. Ever since Alex told me how you can drink an espresso out of it, it's Oh, that is a hack we got to we gotta. We got to talk about that another day. And athletic brewing, it's a great beverage, not just the best non-alcoholic beer. I'm happy to see that growing uh, in popularity. And I've been asking them for a couple new ideas, so we'll see what happens. And, of course, all things Momofuku, you can visit us at shop.momofuku.com. You can get a discount code there, apply it. You can also go to your local Whole Foods, Target, and... Probably one of your supermarkets near you that uh, hopefully is selling our products there. But again, thank you for all the support. And we have some new flavors coming out. I've been working on a couple of new dishes. We filmed some content for that. That should be coming out soon. Anyway, let's get on to the show. Welcome to the Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major demo Media. Thank you, Yola Tango, as always. You know, since Bill Simmons has been off the air, it's really been a monkey wrench in my my content driving. I think I'm listening to more podcasts now than music hmm. because music sort of doesn't matter to me anymore.
1: <laughs> well, two
0: questions. Because I only uh, listen to. Do you listen, kids music. When you listen to music? It's like
1: kids' music and then like your stuff from then the it's 2000s. Like the, the,
0: it's the kind of stuff that maybe a kid would like as well. And I can't also, I just can't listen to. Um, the music that popular music that Hugo likes anymore, <laughs> like Bruno Mars and <laughs> Katy Perry and One Republic and uh, um, I don't even know the names, but they're just songs. Uh, Charlie XCX, Charlie XCX, yeah. Boom, okay. clap. Listen to you, nah. man. <laughs> listen to you. It is just you're nonstop. Like, you're like cool
1: eight years ago, but like it's that or the stuff that you listen to in like the '90s, right? There's
0: nothing in between. Yeah, and it's the music that only looks good when you're staring at your shoes. <laughs> What's
1: your what's your podcast routine in the in the uh, Bill Simmons? Um, I real I feel really house. good
0: being part of the Ring of Universe podcast network. Bill's been really good. I like that he's gotten rid of basically any guests, and it's just a recurring theme. Mm-hmm. It's something we're basically going to take from. Listen to a lot of Rusillo, and I've been listening to a lot of the Rewatchables. Mm-hmm. and I just wanted to say I am beyond upset that right? we weren't invited. <laughs> Neither you nor me for Indiana Jones' Last Crusade. It's unbelievable. There's a bunch of other movies that clearly... It's unbelievable.
1: We talk about that movie every Every, day. Every day. (laughs) No
0: one's referenced that movie more
1: than us. you, You look. There is a Last Crusade reference in every episode of the Dave Chang Show.
0: So I wanted to say to producer Corey, producer Victoria, I think that we need to do our own <laughs> rewatchables. Seriously. We need to do our own. A re-rewatchable. Re-rewatchables. Yeah. Of Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. The, what should have been the director's cut <laughs> of that episode. I think we should remix some of the things that like clearly, let let them do the, the, the nerd homework about all the details and Spielberg. Sure, fine. We can just cut that into ours. <laughs> Like it's a hip hop song, remix it. We'll sample, we'll sample, sample it, their rewatchables, and then we'll overdub their responses on all the things that we need to talk about. That's clearly a better take than theirs.
1: I got you. I got you. This is actually a, the the hip hop song is a perfect model. We sample theirs, and we do our own new verses on top of it. Yes, because <laughs> it's here's the thing.
0: I'm 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 so upset.
1: It is messed up.
0: It is messed up. That even, is side, even sideways, I don't need Sean <laughs> Fennessy and Chris Ryan to tell me about how to do this move and then smell wine. Oh, man. They don't, Those are our movies. Bill Simmons knows shit about wine. <laughs> okay? This is ridiculous. I would love. tri tip. They don't even know where that's <laughs> from on the goddamn cow. That's ridiculous. You're the only one that's a real sad novelist, too. I'm the
1: only one who could really. I am the, the, I am the Paul, Paul of the Ringer right universe. Okay. Yeah. You've got a Paul You're the Giamatti only person right that likes 2,000
0: page books that nobody will ever read. You've got one right come here. Come on, man. So I think we got to do uh, our own. Okay. We need to come up with another name, but clearly, uh, when I saw that. It was the feeling, the worst feeling. It was the feeling of like, my God, that's like my best friend. I didn't get invited to his wedding. What (laughs) the fuck? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, fine. Let's do a re-rewatchable.
0: It's it's Bill Simmons and Chris Ryan's and Sean Fennessy's fault. You think you guys are the fucking experts on (laughs) the Come on, man. that's ridiculous. I bet you guys haven't even seen it. (laughs) They want to talk about Dion Waiter's moments. Who's the Dion Waiters? The three of them were Dion Waiters <laughs> doing the Rewatchables ex- episode. That's our, our movie. Jesus Christ. Fucking talk about heat check. Anyway, so now I can't listen to any more Rewatchables because I'm so upset. So I don't know what to do. So I've been, just been driving in silence. <laughs> I love it. I love just protests in silence. Just driving to the, driving to the studio with nothing on. Anyway, today we are going to do an Ask Dave, or before the Ask Dave, we're going to do a slice into an Ask Dave, into a Moif. Some of these segments will be rotating in and out. I think Chris, again, is going to be our uh, our, our co-host on uh, Once a Week, and then we're going to start to get either you know or other guests coming in. The other part of the week. I love it. Are you busy?
1: You know... I got you working, dude. Can we, can, we, can we peel back the curtain for just a second here? Because I know this is coming one way or another. Dave and I had a conversation in the kitchen where we were talking about just, like, the amount of work we've got, and, like, that's where, you know, we had this, this plan of, Chris, you'll do one podcast a week, and it's going to free up all these hours for you to do creative. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever, Dave. Last week, I got so much creative right <laughs>
0: writing done. It
1: was outrageous. And just so we can get it out of the way in front of everybody, I know there's an I told you so coming from you, Chang. I know it's coming. Can we just get it out of the way? Dude, we can't give away too much because all this stuff is coming in the future, but like,
0: we got some things moving
1: just by missing two episodes. So thank you to the audience for for bearing with it. You have freed me up to do a lot of work. I'm
0: teaching Chris how to manage.
1: (laughs) You freed me up to do a lot of work. No, this was, you need to to do uh, other work
0: and uh, we may or may not have um, sold but a few projects I, and because of it. Also, I feel like I stumbled huh, upon... It's, it's like I discovered cold fusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I texted Chris frantically. I mean, like, we need to talk
1: right oh, now. We cannot talk about this because this is go- this is possibly going to be the biggest thing that we do. Like, we can't... We, cannot, I, can, I know, cannot we, we found a, this a
0: renewable source of energy where more energy is created than the energy we put in, basically. Made- and it's like... Many, it's just what may seem like an infinite amount of content. It's crazy. We of found, we found we talk huge about it. It is tubes. shocking, <laughs> fucking shocking that not one person has done what we're about to do. All right.
1: So for the two or three people who missed me on the show on one day a week, you, it is because Dave and I are doing tons of other stuff that you're going to see. You, it is all an investment in the future. But Whether yes, it's Dave, you were it's right. Whether it's good
0: or not is another question.
1: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You were right. I got last week. Just missing one podcast, I cannot believe the amount of work I got done. And you got a lot done this
0: week, too. Right? It was insane this week, where, too. There you go. Crazy. Well, I have, uh, since you've been gone, I've been w- reorganizing things. and I noticed you redecorate a little longer, different. We're starting off with uh, three things that I think about. And it could be anything. Okay. But three things I think about now is going to be today about why you should stay inside and become an <laughs> endorsement. Okay. And clearly some people have been listening because if they did, they would not have found some discoveries. <laughs>
1: okay. So something well, changed, number something one. Stay the same.
0: If you had stayed inside instead of becoming industrious and doing your job outside, like digging 130 feet in the Antarctic and recovering these worms that were frozen 46,000 years ago and reanimated them uh-huh. and creating offspring from them. Uh-huh. You may have saved the whole human fucking race. Yeah. From being devoured
1: by,
2: by dudes. Congratulations Dune
1: for wh- being so smart. Have we not seen enough movies where if something has been sleeping for more than 100 years, it needs to just be
0: left <laughs> to sleep? Like, don't wake anything up. Don't wake anything up that's been asleep. This is the most terrifying quote, and I, I have to find it. Uh, I thought the hyperlink on my iPad was going to work. But what terrifies you about reanimating life? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine imagine if those worms were waking up. They're like, you know, there's all these movies, the Rip Van Winkle idea. You are like a hundred years, a thousand years. Nobody has ever contemplated 50,000
3: years in the future. What
1: what terrifies me most about reanimating frozen worms that have been dormant for 40,000 years? Huh. Um, Everything. Everything about that sentence is fucking terrifying. Reanimating worms that have been asleep for millennia is literally one of the pitches I've been working on this week to send to HBO for a scripted terror science fiction movie. Like, that's insane. Everything about that is terrifying.
0: Scientists want to understand how the worms survived in extreme conditions for extraordinary long periods of time. No shit. (laughs) God, dude. This is
1: the end. This is crazy. Like reanimating. Let the worms lie. Let them sleep. Like this is this is this is the literal plot of everything that's ever gone wrong. It's crazy because like it's also the same thing with AI, right? We're just like, oh, we've no we wrote all these movies, but we were just kidding. (laughs) Now it's all coming to to bear
0: fruit. The the major take-home message is from the the leading scientists of the project. Mm Mm-hmm. The major take-home message or summary of this discovery is that it is, in principle, possible to stop life for more or less an indefinite amount of time, and then restart it.
1: So this is like the cryo-freezing. This is what well, this is. No,
0: this is the end. Would you want to be frozen? I, I uh, And be demolition man? God, I would be. Here's 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 why I think this is a bad idea. I think that if we got defrosted and... If the world should exist in fifty thousand years from now, they'd be like, "Why'd they save you guys?"
1: They defrosted, and just ran. Us you under. don't even
0: sleep naked, put, like put uh, an attractive person that we thought would be <laughs> saved fifty thousand years ago.
1: Just in t-shirts. And we just shorts. saved
0: you guys. Why?
1: You offer nothing to our. Can you imagine how pissed and hungry these worms are? They are just going to eat
0: our brains, man. I'm I'm not looking forward to these nematodes. Another reason to stay indoors. Mm. I don't know if you've been noting this, but I think a lot of this is because the human habitat's encroaching upon animal wildlife. A lot more beer, bears just chilling out in jacuzzi. Oh, bear encounters.
1: I've seen the bear encounter news as well. Yes. In
0: Burbank, of all places. Oh, I did Pulling off in a jacuzzi. You
1: mean Bear Bank?
0: <laughs> bear Bank, yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, again, to be an indoorsman means that even if it's a nice outside, you could see the most glorious day. You think to yourself, that's cool, but you know what's cooler? Staying inside. <laughs> oh, I can accomplish a lot of things outside. Right. But I can accomplish almost nothing inside. <laughs> and doing nothing is better than doing something. Okay? Because <laughs> at least when I know that I'm doing nothing, I'm doing it greatly. You know uh, what I mean? I, like,
1: <laughs> I'm maximizing just, it. I'm not doing something half assed. You just gave your the endorsement slogan is the opposite of the New York Subway slogan. Doing nothing is better than doing something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because clearly, one of the worst ways to die, we've already talked about being, you know, uh, a death rolled and limbs being consumed by an alligator. Sure, sure. I think the other way to die would be to slowly digest in the stomach of a python.
1: Is this also a thing that's happening? Yeah. Come on,
0: man. Nobody died quite, not yet, but it could have. know. in a neighborhood in Florida, 19 feet. Well, I mean, staying inside, also, there's like,
1: I, you could also just not be in Florida, is, is another way of approaching all of this. But I don't even want to be 1% digested by a python. Can you imagine just having, just being any, any percentage digested by a python sucks? Like 1%. It just started digesting my skin.
0: So those are my three things I think about. Hey, man, three the great reasons three to, stay things to stay inside. Snakes could eat you. What I'm talking about human like poison. All right, because that's like really going outside, (laughs) right? We're just talking about like walking around in your neighborhood, staying inside. Okay, Okay? don't go outside because snakes. Uh, I mean, if you get bit by a wild snake, like a a, like a like a copperhead, king cobra, hmm. I mean, that's sort of your fault. That means you have penetrated too far in
1: the wilderness. Or you have let the in- outside come in. That's also a problem. Don't let the outside
0: come in. Yes. Don't be one of those people that collects reptiles. In your don't let the outside in. Spiders. No, no. Okay. And, and again, like, listen, don't even think outside is like staying in your jacuzzi.
1: <laughs> the jacuzzi is technically Cold outside. shower. It also true.
0: works. Okay. So frozen worms. And for those that are really smart, that are trying to improve humanity and Know thyself or humanity, basically. Mm-hmm. Don't.
1: <laughs> That's the opposite
0: of Walden Pond. Yeah, Just stay don't.
1: inside. Okay, so frozen worms, uh, jacuzzi bears, mm. and giant
0: pythons. If those aren't reasons to stay inside, I don't know what. I'm is. I'm pretty
1: sure those are three of the four horsemen of the
0: apocalypse. <laughs> so I think you're right. Stay inside. It's almost the opposite of Noah's Ark. <laughs> jacuzzi bears. Send for yourselves. Beautiful. Don't worry about anything else. Just stay indoors and do you. And we're going to try this word of the day, which isn't really that hard, but I don't think I've ever used it in a sentence. It's another, another word that I've used quite a bit. Okay. What is it? What is <laughs> no, I've read. I've read. I've read quite a bit. You don't even <laughs> know word what the have day. you done. You know, there's a word of the day on the yeah, show. Now. <laughs> we're doing a word of the day where whoever near you or even the producer's box uses it properly. Best. Most well. They get okay. Street cred points. Major demo gold. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right? And the word of the day is moribund. Do you know what the definition is? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever used the word moribund in a sentence? I've never said it out loud. Yeah. You see? <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. It's like, you read that all the time. You know that basically it connotes death or something to some degree. It Moribund. Whoa. I just came out. <laughs> I've never said it before. Right. It sounds It's
1: one of those words weird. where I'm just like, oh, I know what this means. It means like flagging, sad, d- dying. Of a point of
0: at the point of death yeah. of a thing in terminal decline like this show lacking vitality or vigor. Okay. Yeah, so... Did you guys... Have you guys ever used the word moribund in your life? Nobody. Do you guys... Have you guys read it? If it was on the SAT, you would get the answer right, right? So my question is, is why does a word like this exist? <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you mean why does it exist? Just say like... Uh, it's It sucks more. <laughs> it's becoming suckier <laughs> sure. sure sure. i say that i said that in like horrible grammar mm-hmm. <laughs> but i but
1: your your point is i got your gist i understood what you're saying it, it would be easier for me to understand if you said boy this situation i'm in this moribund situation of being digested by a python is less effective than just being like God it sucks I'm
0: inside this snake. There's very few people that I expect to use that word and I don't see them that regularly. And they happen to be professors and the people that actually like are solving the world's problems.
1: I have no problem with moribund existing as a word. God it sucks to say it. It's not fun to say it. I have no problem with the I word can say existing. morbius.
0: <laughs> what is morbius? It's a that terrible uh, Marvel sh- uh, cartoon. That's the
1: the Jared Leto vampire thing? <laughs> I have no problem with moribund existing, but I don't want... You're right. I don't want to hang out with anybody who would ever say that just in casual conversation.
0: Who would say that? I don't know, but see if you can do it because I definitely will not be able to do it. All right. Let's take a break. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. It's real cash that never expires or loses value. Apply for Apple Card in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Daily cash is available via Apple Cash Card. Issued by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC, or as a statement credit. Terms and more at applecard.com. I'm, I'm, I don't know if you're going to agree with this. But as parents, I think I am tired, again, of looking at everything that my kids have that I don't have. I've been, you know, whether it's clothing, uh-huh. whether it's juice boxes, things like this, toys, whatever. But the thing that I'm mostly envious of right now, that I want to come out of the closet and just say, like, I don't... How should I say this? I'm tired of using minty adult toothbrush. Toothpaste. <laughs> right? Who, who decided that adult toothpaste has to be really minty? You know? Because my son uses wild strawberry toothpaste. It is so awesome. <laughs> it's so good. And if you're listening, you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about either. Because why is it weird if I start? Because I'm going to start I'm using his toothbrush. now. <laughs> It has fluoride in it and it tastes great. And I want to brush my teeth because it tastes awesome. Okay. When, when I give him, when I give Hugo like normal minty toothpaste, he's like, ooh, it's too strong. Too spicy. Too rough. Yeah. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. It is too rough. <laughs> it is not sweet and delicate and beautiful like your toothpaste. This is this is wild. This is crazy. I think that it, it smells amazing. It tastes amazing. It does the same job as regular
1: toothpaste. Does, does it do the same job, do you think? I don't know if it does the same job. I don't know that like, well, the watermelon well, listen, shit does. They the same can
0: job. make it taste this way.
1: This is the, this I agree Just with. This is even like kids' medicine. Like, <laughs> this, this I agree with. All very much my so.
0: kids' medicine tastes awesome. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Just sipping on it. Water. It tastes
0: <laughs> so good. It really does. Grape flavor tastes like grape. Orange tastes like orange. It doesn't taste like that flavored shit that we had growing up. It's just like, that Oof, tastes terrible. The Diamond
1: not so yeah. good, Yeah, you know?
0: It tastes good. Bubble gum tastes like bubble gum. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Well, snozzberries taste like snozberries. I'm just saying, like, why can't we have that? This, 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 is I'm it with a, you. Is it a, a sign of adulthood that <clears throat> you have to, you're okay with tasting crappy medicine? You know what I mean? So this is this is this is true. This part is totally true.
1: This is almost like the what we talked about uh recently about dark chocolate and milk chocolate. It's like
0: you know how to make milk chocolate, right? You know how to make it taste good. Why do we have to eat the adult version? So, I want I want to make a public cry to all the manufacturers of all things kids to make it now accessible for adults and for you know the Colgate's, the the the, the Bristol Myers Squibs of the world, the uh, Johnson and Johnson's. Listen, the I Toms think there's of a, mains. Yeah, there's an <laughs> untapped market. Just start making the stuff for adults taste like kids. Okay, I'm looking. Does this does this not exist? Why are you giving away this idea? Who decided minty flavor is the right flavor for adults? I'm telling you, it don't make any sense. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. There's, I uh, here's the part. and I want all my medicine to taste good. And it, here's here's how I know this is going to take trend. This should almost be a, a prediction. Kids hated taking vitamins, and then you know what? Someone had a good idea. Like, gummy let's bites. turn them into gummy mm, vitamins, mm, huh? Mm. You know what? I see next to vitamins now for adults. They've turned into gummies because you mm-hmm. know why? Adults hated swallowing crappy pills or those tablets that tasted terrible. I listen I'm making a prediction that you are now going to have a whole bespoke flavors of medicines much like you have deodorants and everything else like that. You laugh now. No, this is, I this, laugh is last.
1: this is this is uh, this is this is tickling my brain a little. I I look at my kids toothpaste and I'm like that's not doing shit for your teeth. <laughs> that watermelon stuff. But I 100% agree. They can there's no way they can't make my adult toothpaste taste like something other than mint.
0: People Modern man can crit the cloud, okay? They can make a toothpaste taste awesome, like a kid, all right? That's all I'm going to say. That's my slice. I'm with you. (laughs) Are you really using their toothpaste, the wild strawberry? Yeah. (laughs) I am.
1: I think you're gonna go see your dentist, and he's just gonna be like, or he's gonna be like, Dave, what have you been doing? What have here? you been
0: doing? Because your teeth are amazing. There's no flaw. Uh, there's no uh, plaque buildup.
1: Do you think he's going to be like, I'm so sick of smelling adult mouths. No, that what he's like gonna say is
0: like, Have you been brushing your teeth? Well, I' to say, Absolutely, I have. You know why? I'm encouraged to do so because every time I brush my teeth, it tastes fucking awesome. But then your
1: gastroenterologist is gonna be like, Have you been eating a lot of toothpaste? Have you been swallowing your toothpaste? <laughs> well, that's what you're supposed
0: to. You're not supposed to spit it out anyway.
1: You're supposed to spit it out, but you're supposed to rinse. You know, it's the
0: same thing. No, you don't swallow the toothpaste. Same thing.
1: <laughs> this, this, is, this PSA is not brought to you by the American Dental Association. Yeah,
0: my association, the same association that said, <laughs> you know, six out of ten dentists recommend <laughs> right. dentine gum. The
1: American Dave Association. All right, <laughs> All
0: right let's get into the ass, Dave. Let's skip over some of the stuff. Big fan of the show. You use restaurant jargon that I'm not familiar with. And in general, I would wish that you would explain more about things that you talk about. Don't assume that anyone else knows. Like you use word PX and <laughs> <laughs> Swan-yay, "swan Ye. S-W-A-N. ye West. I'm not laughing at you, but I am. ye West. What do they mean? Also, we want to hear more stories about cooking for famous people. I'm curious about the details. What's it like for A list celebrities and high net worth individuals? Do they eat like the rest of us? Thanks again for taking my question. T Lloyd. Soigne gets thrown around a lot in certain kinds of restaurants. And it's S O I G N E. It happens to be one of the very few French words that I can pronounce (laughs) properly. If you're in a French kitchen, another word that gets thrown around a lot is. D-apostrophe-A-C-C-O-R-D. That call. That That (laughs) That I can not never pronounce it, but I know what they're saying. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Soigne, only get thrown around by like a chef or server, general manager, like make that soigne. It's got to be soigne. Soigne means like, make it nice. Mm -hmm. Super soigne means what it means. (laughs) (laughs) And I wish it was a better word to preface S than then super, and for a while before uber came uh, the card sharing app it was uber mm. Uber mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now people don't use uber so much but it can also refer to, is, is is pretty standard
1: it's it, but it's it's used in a lot of i mean not a lot, but they're used in sort of quite a few different contexts in the kitchen, right? It's like, that's the most soigner piece right there. Save the soigner piece. Like, oh, make it like Make it super nice and fancy. Make it Make it...
0: Reserve, again, if you are a um, 40-seat restaurant and you're doing a tasting menu, right, and you have saddles of rabbit, for example, then you only have, say, eight center-cut pieces. Someone else is going to have to get the end pieces. Unfortunately... That's going to be given to people that are in the importance list mm-hmm. than just a regular person.
3: Mm-hmm. Or
0: if you order something well done, they're going to give you the well done piece, even yeah. if you are the important person. <laughs> That's just there's just not enough at bats for the ingredients that you have. So you have to, it's just like in baseball, you want to stack the deck in your favor for the three, four, five hitters, right? It's the same thing in some principles. So you want the Soignet piece. So when you're measuring everything out, you're telling the chef, if you're working like that 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 station where you're roasting meat, you'd be like, Jeff, I have uh, 40 orders of rabbit. I have eight that are soigne.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, and I'm, I'm going to reserve those aside, and you set them up so when they they say, Hey, PX this table, you have that ready to go, and then you set aside PX ingredients and everything for the the, the as a garnish. Everyone has their own way of doing it. And if you don't set your station up that way, not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be organized to that degree. And when I just said PX, PX is person extraordinaire. I'm sure the French way to explain it, pronounce person is different. <laughs> and there's SPX means super person extraordinaire. Super L. <laughs> So make it SPX, you know, Right. or that could be a note in the reservation book. Investor of the restaurant coming in, bringing in a client, make everything SPX. And then they'll say, C notes or C catalog or see book for all uh, guest dining notes. And then, you, you know, the front of the house manager or whoever's working service will then look everything up and then hand notes or go over pre-service to everybody that's working about this specific table about what to look out for, what they like, they always ask for sparkly water. They're left-handed, et cetera, et cetera. They like to drink, you know, you know, stupid wines from Bordeaux, whatever. Right. They're, they're going to know all these things.
1: Now, is any so so? You've got a PX list in your restaurant, like a, a Facebook kind of thing, where it's just like these are the investors, these are the local critics, these are local chefs, cooks, and and purveyors, and and friends of the restaurant family. In a town like LA. Is that much harder to manage where you have so many, not necessarily like PX because of relationships the restaurant, because you have so many celebs gallivanting about town? Do those people automatically get PX'd?
0: I don't know. I, I feel like we run our PX. I mean, I think New York is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in New York and LA, you have to tell. Yeah. I mean, in that regard, just New York's way fucking cooler. <laughs> in in that regard, New York is way fucking You don't you know. People in New York don't have to like, it happens to a much lesser degree. Like, peacocking or showboating or having somebody express that I'm an important person in mm-hmm. New York, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in LA people don't know. Mm-hmm. And you have to somehow let people know that I'm a person of status that needs to be treated better. Interesting, But again, like that's why I feel like it's much more visual mm-hmm. and that's why there's more regular tables. And I'm still somewhat new to Los Angeles in this regard, but I feel like it has more to do with, Actors being well-known. Influencers being well-known. Mm-hmm. And to a degree, Hollywood power players. Mm-hmm. That seems to be how you get treated at these kinds of restaurants. And but most I, of them don't care about food anyway because they don't really eat too much to begin with.
1: It's interesting. I, th- I think that like the, the LA version, you tell me this is true or false, but like the sort of announcing thing is very much like somebody calls to make the reservation and they're like, you know, an assistant or whoever yeah. is like, and my boss who is so-and-so will be coming in today, just so you know. Yeah.
0: So in general, your reservation sheet, wherever you are, is divided into, we know this person, we don't know this person. And if you do know this person, this is the information we have on this person. And, and then it, you, you sort of like have to rank them as to the importance of that day. It's like a scouting sheet. Okay. This, per- if I was an NBA player, this person only goes to the left. This person only goes to the right. We're mm-hmm. in the top of the block, et cetera, et cetera. So you get to know, and the more information you have, the better the service is going to be, which is not a surprise. Restaurants, Will Godera talked about it a lot. And when he, when he was at AMP, it was insane. They knew everything mm-hmm. about everybody coming in. And some restaurants treat everybody the same. That's the goal. But again, It's not always feasible, which is why you have SPX and Soignet, PX, et cetera. So, yeah, that's, I'm sure there's more, but that's pretty much it. And if you have to ask to be it, you're never going to get it. You know, (laughs) I guess the second part is what's it like to cook for A-list celebrities and high net worth individuals? I feel like my restaurants haven't always catered to that degree. Mm. We have, but not like some other ones because it's not like some of our restaurants are not or haven't been the most um, luxurious in, in, in seating. That's <laughs> just not been our, our MO. But we have had restaurants and we do have restaurants that are very like nice and luxurious. And I think you, you get a different set. So I'm just trying to figure out how to talk about something without talking about the people right now. So I'm, I'm filibustering, but I would say that the super rich right now tend to buy out restaurants. So anytime you see a restaurant that's closed for the day, yeah. it's either by a corporation or if it's a, especially if it's a restaurant that's like super popular, mm-hmm. it means like
1: they have a special
0: person who's bought it out. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't always have to be, but, or they the private dining room is also a place where celebrities always go. Mm hmm. That you see a lot, and you will never know that they're there. There are <laughs> there are times where I feel like I've at major domo before the pandemic. We had a <laughs> very high net worth individual come in, and it was treated like we've cooked for our heads of state and uh, you know people of high governmental power. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a wholly different endeavor. But when you get to a certain status, this is like the a- apex of it all. Mm-hmm. When you are of a certain status of importance, of both in power and net worth, people are l- either a day or two or a week before scope out the place. Mm. They're making sure there's points of egress. Mm. You know, they may or may not have secret service. Mm. Most likely they have secret service. And, and they're like trying to case. Do those people, people who have that sort of level
1: of, of concern for, you know, safety and, and, and everything. Is there somebody in the
0: kitchen with you? No, but their presence is felt all, all around.
3: Hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. Like they need to. They can't just walk into a restaurant and be like, well, you're hungry here. Let's eat. No, everything is meticulously planned. So every possible scenario is planned as well. Hmm. Did a dinner. I mean, I would say across the board. There are a lot of security checks. I would say that. So even for your, even for your like
1: Obama's and Clinton's and. (laughs) Rumsfeld <laughs> and Cheney's like, <laughs> just kidding. But like, if you cook for Obama, would somebody not stand there and be like, "What are you putting in there?" Or is there like, t- is like, is that is that part of any like the, the tasting, t- like tasting. Like, I think they do that because like that.
0: they like, I, I'm I'm positive they've done the checks on you beforehand. Yeah, I got it. Right, I got it. And like, they're there. I don't know how, but presence is felt. They're not crazy. there in the kitchen, but presence is felt. That's crazy. I think they, they know. I think they're running their checks. They they know everybody that's working there. And They know all the people that have like brought food in and brought food out. Everything has been checked. Right. I was uh, one time I can't say who that like all the food had to go through like an airport screening thing. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like a TSA type thing. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. That was really hard because food got cold. I was so bad. That's so infuriating to you. Just like don't put it in. the And it wasn't just one person. Yeah. There was a bunch of people, oh my God. and I was like, God damn. It. They're going to think the food sucks. It's going to get cold.
1: <laughs> but I mean, they're probably, they probably haven't had hot food in, in a long time. If like all their food's got uh, to go through the x-ray. I,
0: I cook for some person. I can't say it, but man, do they have the biggest pain in the ass? I can eat this list. It's like six pages long. I should bring it up. I'm going to look online. I'm not online. I'm going to look at my emails and I'm going bring it up and it's, um, it's royalty of some sort. It I'll was like royalty in the world. Okay. Was it taste stuff or was it like this is what I can eat and this is what I cannot eat? And it was like six pages long. It was basically like everything. That was insane. But I say the more, a lot of times private dinners are done. And I think that's great. I think when you get a buyout as a restaurant, it's awesome. It's not great for the dining public, but for. It's like the dream if you're a kitchen. Because you're like, wait, we only have to cook for 30 people tonight. night? <laughs> so you at the bar after reading. <laughs> it's gonna be and fucking paint? awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's the dream. That's what you want. <laughs> Buyouts are the best. Yeah. Buyouts are the best because you're making money and it's going to be an easy night. Things can still happen when you get in the weeds, but for the most part, it's awesome. I, I can say this much. I think when I was going by talking about the Major Domo, I cook for this. Hu- you know, person. And it was very strange. They checked out the place. (laughs) There's, I wasn't part of the logistical planning, but what seemed like a regular night out, (laughs) they had uh, obviously pointed out the, the, the security points of egress, but they were sat outside at the far left, In the corner, Mm -hmm. so they could peacock and people could see them to some degree. That's also important. In the corner to the front. Like they're normal. Okay. And then they asked for reservations, which they paid for, like a phalanx around this person. (laughs) That they had people sitting or no? Yeah, people in their universe sitting around them to make it look like they're normal.
1: Get the fuck out of here.
0: Can't make that shit up, dude. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing.
1: Just like extras for them. Yeah. Just extras for their... their
0: Whoever they are, I don't their, know. For
1: their dinner. I don't
0: know. Wow. That's grotesque. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, listen, it is extraordinary wealth, but as a restaurant, what are you supposed to say? No. No? No, you got to make money. You got to make money. <laughs> so like, it's dude, like, you're business. like, yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: What do you mean? Like, I can't, no, I refuse to accept your money. No, of course you have to.
0: And sometimes people can't even... They're too famous to even go out. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. So they... They get things cooked for them or again, we don't have to go down that road. I have never really done that. That may or may not be true (laughs) where I might cook at somebody's house. Don't know what you're talking. Don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) All right. I think at the end of the day, they're just hard. I think I find weirdly, I, I feel sad for them. Because their head, they're spinning off the planet because they can't relate to anybody. Their life is actually fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean, we've, ta- we've
1: talked we've about this a little bit just in, in private, but just like, you see that and you truly, you tr- like the thing I marvel at is like the the range of human experience, which you can be born into and what you like on both sides of the spectrum is crazy. The experience of a human being is totally nuts. Totally, totally, totally nuts. But if
0: you are a real A-list celebrity if you think, oh, how are they treated? I bet you they're treated awesome. They are. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, they are. (laughs) Nobody gives it up because it's pretty cool. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got When to sell. So when the time is right, you can scare an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com.
0: All right. We got a Moif today and it's an oral hygiene edition because we were talking about brushing our tooth and eating children's toothpaste.
2: (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. You know? All right, fellas. Chris, good to see you again. Um, Let's kick it off with a brush your teeth in the shower. Yes or no.
3: Mm,
2: Interesting.
0: I'm gonna answer. Yes. I dated a girl when I was 30. That was a few years older than me. And because if you imagine how I like to buy multiples, of the same thing. And I'm the kind of person that went to um, like a, like a furniture showroom and like, just buy me the whole fucking room. (laughs) Take everything. You know? (laughs) I'm that kind of person. I'm just... Yeah. Right. I would brush my teeth in the shower all the time. Mm -hmm. And she was like... No. You turn 30 years old. It's time to grow the fuck up. Why is that a young... Why is that an
1: immature thing to do?
0: I don't know. But according to her, it was. Well, that shit didn't pan out. (laughs) I am a... You're a toothbrush in the shower person.
1: Well, you know what's crazy? When you know asked ask that question... I was I was overwhelmed with this this realization that I've stopped brushing my teeth in the shower and my my thought was why the hell did I stop brushing my teeth in the shower like it's it's wonderful I'm always looking for some reason to stay in the shower a little longer and if I can brush my teeth in there oh my god I'm 100% going to Now the one downside is I use a an electric toothbrush that you you yeah. uh, bought from me. I you, keep that very, in the shower a too. A very sometimes. nice one.
0: How often do you, so you keep it in the shower so then I you take one, it out and I charge a, it? I use that one. I shower, I brush my teeth both at the sink and in the shower and I have toothbrush, regular one. Oh, you've one, got a in station the, in the yeah, shower and yeah, a yeah, sink. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, yeah.
1: God, I'm learning so much from this. You know what? This is amazing. Coming on today was the greatest thing to have to me because I am reinstituting brushing my teeth in the shower because of this Moy. Thank you, You know.
0: But do you guys feel that that's weird. Do you guys brush your teeth in the shower?
2: I, I do not brush my teeth in the shower only because I have one of those electric things where I have a irrational fear that I'll electrocute myself. While the
1: shock will be so small. It'll be such a small
2: <laughs> little shock. Who cares?
0: <laughs> Victoria? Yeah, I do. Normally, if I'm in a rush or I just want to go to bed, I'll just try to... Do it all at once. and I'll do it, yeah. Which is why... I, I, again, this. this person that I'm talking about, she's clearly a pajama wearer too. <laughs> so, I think there's an overlap, uh, if this is a Venn diagram, pajama wearing people in monogram like matching pajamas that brush their sheath at the sink.
1: Hmm. Rule followers. They
0: live their life a certain way. Mm-hmm. I see that. I see that.
1: They've got, they've got to do things by the
0: book. I just don't have a problem with it. I, I don't understand why people would say that it's weird. Or that it's juvenile and it's not a sign of maturity. It doesn't make But wearing pajamas is? <laughs> all right. All
2: right. Next. All right. So you're traveling. Do you pack a toothbrush or do you get a dental kit? It's
0: really a shitty time when you plan on going to a hotel thinking that they would have toothbrushes, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Or they're out. That just happened to me recently somewhere. I was like, oh, we were in um, um, Bottle Rock. That hotel we were staying at, I had no. I yep. was so pissed. Yeah, I was like, "Do you have anything to taste the take the taste of horribleness out of my mouth?" <laughs> <laughs> anything? They just held. I'll up, up, take schnapps. They held up a finger <laughs> and some toothpaste. <laughs> <have> like, anything? <laughs> Jesus, gum? Anything? I was like, please, because um, sometimes you forget to pack, yeah. and I think it's a hard thing to do to remember. The other thing I think is no, but we, it's the toothbrush has been around a long time. Dental travel toothbrush been around a long time they all suck they all suck and the thing that i hate the most is where they sell at the convenience store or the drugstore is that little coffin for the top of your toothbrush <laughs> don't work it doesn't work at all so much of the world's microplastics are because people have just lost doesn't, that goddamn thing. doesn't work the little the little cap
1: doesn't work. It work. always breaks but you need some kind of cover because if you throw it in with your toiletries it's just bouncing around in there with a bunch of bunch of junk. Listen, the traveling the traveling tooth care industry is a real is in a real moribund state of affairs.
0: <laughs> I I again, I travel a lot. I don't travel as much as I used to and you no, know, I I, I uh, I've tra- stayed in all kinds of hotels. I I really I judge a hotel, the quality of a hotel. I know. Jeff Zelaznik of Carbone, he judges a hotel. I think it's a great, great measure of a hotel by the quality of their club sandwich. Yes. Okay? Uh, Love it. I think it's the smartest thing he's ever said. I I judge a hotel by the quality of their dental program. <laughs> I mean... Not just the lotions and everything, but like how Soignet... <laughs>
1: God damn, the words of the day are pouring out now.
0: Are are, are like the toothpaste, the toothbrush. Do they have a bamboo one? Are the bristles like going to be one that I all like fall this. out? You know,
1: I like this. I like this because you can even be at a really nice hotel, like a really nice resort. And they're still going to give you like a two inch little dinky shitty toothbrush. But I, I, I don't uh, I don't think I've ever been anywhere where I was like, Damn.
0: I have. Really nice I to have. What I am, yeah, and not just a toothbrush. It's everything else. Like then the toiletries, and then you look at the the sewing kit. It's like some places, not just a sewing kit. You're like, oh shit, there, there's a so. Sew- somebody who will just like <laughs> sew your s- shit for you. Home spin some yeah. clothes while I'm here. I do. I, I think the here's how snobbish I can be about this. Even on the toothpaste, I'm a. And we're not talking about the stuff that you might get in, uh, that is all in one that a lot of hotels do, but mm. the ones that are even separate, right? Mm. The toothpaste, it has to be a toothpaste that you have to puncture on the other side of the, the cap. I love that.
1: Oh, where you flip the cap around, use a little point inside to, to insert? It feels
0: very fresh. I don't know why. Big fan of that. That is so many. Some people want to pop bubbles. I could do that shit all day long. Just (laughs) pop those caps all day long. Love it. Standing in a CVS opening. (laughs) It's it's so, so uh, fulfilling. All right. All right. I think having those floss picks, all those things. But if you don't have it, you charge a lot of money, you don't have it. I'm going to judge you. I think I judge you by your dental program.
1: If you charge like $1,000 a night and then you give me one of those like single serving <laughs> toothpaste tubes that are just like a micro tube, what's up? Why are you skimping? Why am I not getting a full size toothpaste to take home with me? I know. <laughs>
0: you can really judge a hotel by its toiletries. You really can. <laughs> Nothing else matters to me. So I'm going to just share with you the most absurd place. So I was at a. <laughs> I was in Macau. uh, They had uh, flowed me out there to um, maybe open up a restaurant. (laughs) This is such a crazy story, too. Because I can't remember if it was Macau or uh, another location. Um, But the guy was like, I just need you. I want you to get two stars. Two Michelin stars. I was like, that's weird. Why only two stars? He's like, because we have, we're have, we going to have three here, three here, and we just need eight. You need eight? For <laughs> <We're> lucky <laughs> number eight? <laughs> Shut up. I was like, huh. And this person was carrying a... Like a he was wearing a man purse oh. that was coordinated with his shirt. <laughs> and sure. it's, it was sure. frightening to me. Sure. He was getting ready to arrive at an NBA game. Sure. Okay. This hotel had... Uh, the hotel I was staying at. I I remember thinking I was like, I don't I don't think I've ever seen this before. The whole toiletry collection was Hermes. <laughs> I, I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And here's how here's how soigné it was. Right. None of the soaps were, uh, liquid gels. What were they? They were all wrapped in like paper. <laughs> Just like the only soap you could get with these beautiful bar soaps. And everything was Hermes, uh, everything. I was like, what? I mean, <laughs> that's absolutely
1: fucking absurd. I know.
0: But here's, here's a question for you. Did I pay for the health Hell? No.
1: That is fancy as hell. But here, existential it was question. the
0: best toothbrush?
1: A hotel's ever give <laughs> an Hermes toothbrush, but here's here's my question, and and, and this is gonna this, I don't I don't think you're gonna agree with me, but would you tr- do you think the Hermes toothpaste is better for your teeth than the the tried and true proven Sensodyne? Who the
0: fuck knows? <laughs> but I think I mean, this, d- if like- I wear a Supreme T-shirt, <laughs> is that better than your T-shirt? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I'm just telling you, for me, it matters. I was like, shit. <laughs> Fair. Who knows if it was a legit mess? It Fair. worked on me. Could have been all Fair. pirated. But that's
1: what I think when I see like a Rolls Royce. I'm like, you guys, the Rolls Royce produces like 12 cars a year and Toyota produces like
0: 35 million. And I'm just like, I feel safer in that Toyota. At the end of the day, I just want a goddamn toothbrush because you know why? I hate packing a toothbrush. I hate, hate it. I don't want to put it in a plastic bag because then it gets like moldy and smells. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to always just use a new toothbrush. You know why? I want to be... You know, sustainable. Listen, I want an air toothbrush everywhere I go too. So just supply me with the air toothbrush <laughs> wherever I go and everything will be Is okay.
2: That's so much to ask.
0: All right. Next, you know.
2: All right. So when you're on a date, how often are you checking your breath and brushing your teeth? Okay. So think back.
0: I think this goes back to our theory on dates, right? Hmm. And it, it First date, keep it light. Zuni Cafe lunch. By the way, we've got to get Corey on. Let's get yeah. Corey Lee on. Okay. I want to talk about our lunch date. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear all about the insights of this thing.
1: Oh, do not let me leave without reading you the text I got from Corey. Recently, too. This is separate, separate, separate. But like, I just remind about me. something we said about something, something. Yes, technically, but I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you in a minute. I'll read <laughs> no, read it, it out. Read it out. Well, okay, we're going to forget this MOIF question, but no, Corey, Corey said to me, Well, so as background, years ago when we did that uh, fantasy issue of Lucky Peach, yeah. we did that thing that was like fried, made, rice. Leaves fried
0: rice, Corey Lee's <laughs> fried rice. Yes. Yeah, so
1: we made this joke about how if you go to Bennu, three star Bennu, you know, like all, all Chinese can eat restaurants, there's rice. an all-you-can-eat fried rice service at the end of dinner for, for dads who, who don't want to be hungry.
0: And we also, in this issue, said that Italian tomato <laughs> sauce, red sauce, came from the Chinese. <laughs> we wrote a whole... And he was the... Massimo Batura was inspired by this guy named Sid, Sid Pinchos. Sid, Sid... It was... Uh, Yunye Su or something. Oh, yeah, was, which means... Like a-
1: Asian Jesus. Yeah, exactly like that. Or Jesus Shuttlesworth in Chinese. That's what it <laughs> <Yes>. was. what it was. So this was like, oh, I don't know, Chang, like seven, eight, nine years ago I do years like ago. Like 11 maybe. years ago, a decade ago. This is a decade ago. I got a text message from Corey on Thursday, this past Thursday. I just had a guest say he had heard a rumor we used to do all you can eat fried rice after because I didn't want guests to be hungry. (laughs) This is 10 years later. And I was like, oh my God, we did it. The end game has arrived. That rumor is true. And he goes, I knew that was a bad idea.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: folks, Corey Lee truly is probably the greatest chef you know America's ever produced. I really believe that in terms of skill, talent, creativity. Bennu restaurant is amazing. He's a chef Chefs. Nobody ever talks shit about him, except us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. If you go to Benu, and it's not just on the fantasy issue. If you go to Bennu, and you have one of the most profound culinary experiences of your life, and you're still a little hungry, ask for the, you can do this <laughs> at the table.
1: And it's an all you can write all you can rice, all you can eat fried, fried rice service. Rice. Remember the
0: sound. <laughs> and you do that, it'll unlock <laughs> a secret <laughs> Corey code. Corey Lee himself will come out and cook as much fried rice as you can eat. <laughs> Every grain of that rice has been polished by Corey Lee. I'm just so happy that we made this joke and it has entered into reality. Mm. It's amazing. The end game is remember, here. Benu is not remember. known for its three star. Fine dining, one of the best restaurants in the world. It's known for its all-you-can-eat fried rice. So, go there, folks. (laughs) We need to, you know, we need to extract just that for social.
1: (laughs) Out there, just so we can get this rumor. Oh man, he's gonna be so pissed.
0: (laughs) Going back dates, I think salads are terrible because of the detritus in your teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm more worried about kimchi breath than anything else. Yeah. But again, it dawned on me in Korea, kimchi breath being because it's very garlicky, gingery, pungent, that somebody else that doesn't eat that will be like, wow, you have fire breath. That is intense. Mm -hmm. But it dawned on me no one in Korea has it. Problem. Hmm. Because everyone has kimchi Mm -hmm. breath. No one has to worry about Mm that.
1: See, now that is, that's like, that's a good point, right? So, well, first of all, I would say this. I mean, I think that you you in general have good breath. Like you, I've never been like, oh, chang has got bad breath right now. I don't know how much you pay attention or like brush in between and stuff, but like, I think you're you're good. I with think, wild strawberry toothpaste <laughs> on your Airmax toothbrush. I think generally speaking, except for the mornings, I have horrible breath. Like I'm okay, so I've never really worried about checking that much. But I think you, I agree with you that it, it boils down to. The kimchi thing is perfect. If we're sharing food, then ostensibly we've got the same fire breath. We're okay. If we're at a restaurant where you're ordering your dish and I'm ordering my dish, then I've got to care, I've got to consider what I'm ordering and the effect it may
0: have. You know, I never thought about it this way. The moment you realize you pass the dating stage and it's not even like you fart or they've <laughs> seen you poo, right? The real moment that you've entered a different phase in your relationship, for better or worse, is when you're like... Remember when I used to care about how my breath smelled in front of you? (laughs) Remember when I used to carry mints or Listerine strips or gum or anything? And you no longer even think about that. That was like another lifetime ago. You've entered a new phase (laughs) in your relationship. For sure. For sure. But Grace, I always think about my breath to you. (laughs) Because every day is like a first date. Unlike Chris and Jamie. Don't
1: set me up like this. It's true. I haven't... I haven't seen a Listerine strip in 10 years, man. I don't even know what it'd be like to get back out there. What are the Listerine strips like now? Some cool new flavor. I haven't even heard of them. You go on an app and you just... All right, next.
2: All right, well, on the topic of Listerine strips, pick one and defend it from the others. Mints, gum, or Listerine strips? Which one is your choice?
0: I'm a big fan of gum. Or Mentos can be good, too, because it can pull the shit out of your teeth. Gum is important because you may not have a toothpick, and you can't pull out the toothpick in front, gum is huge to me. But you can't chew, 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 and you have to dispose of it some more, which is why, like, a chewy mint.
1: Hmm. I think that um, I think that gum is, like, attacking the problem in, in that regards. I think it is pulling the shit out of your mouth. It's giving you the mintiness. It's doing something. I think mints, like hard mint, like an Altoid, is just like treating a symptom. I think you just pop it in there and it tastes minty, but it doesn't actually help. In terms of like breath, I think it's gum, Listerine strips, and then mints. Remember Banaka? Oh yeah, I remember Banaka. Banaka was like a elementary school thing. Like people, like one person have a spray and be like, oh, yeah. do you want some Banaca? I'm like, what's that? My parents
0: wouldn't want me to do that. I don't want to get
2: addicted. we to play uh,
0: Spin the Bottle. Um, next.
2: All right, so what is the worst food to eat for your teeth? Okay, I've got a big list here. So
0: for me, clearly the number one thing that I I, I refuse to eat these days is corn on the cob. Hmm. That is, it's 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 hell. <laughs> I just think in general, popcorn. Popcorn is going to be my number one. And basically these days with my 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 teeth shifting all over the place cuz I'm so old now everything gets stuck in my teeth. Mm. But when you get some something could be a kernel and the thing is is when you're at a place where you're so far away from the bathroom you have no access to floss or dental pick or anything and it, you know it's going to be stuck there for like a couple hours can't concentrate it's that you know that like Chinese water torture, almost. <laughs> it's the dull, nagging pain and sensation that just dri- starts driving you crazy. Mm-hmm. That's my breaking point, man.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I hate that sensation. I think like s- sticky candies. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm tonguing my teeth right now just in like memory of these things. I had a problem. I, 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 uh, and I, I know they're supposed to be good for you, but. An apple will fuck me up from time to time. Mm. Those apple skins get in between your that's teeth. Good, one, good call. They screw you.
0: I'm not worried about eating gummy bears or anything like Charleston chew type of chewy thing. Uh, seeds. Right? I seeds, think biting down on Any a, kind of uh, bagel that has a poppy seed, sesame seed, everything mm-hmm. bagel. Um, popcorn really is like... Especially when you bite into a kernel that's like half popped. That's a landmine. I'm deathly afraid of
1: of um red pepper flakes. Cracking my tooth on like a cherry cherry pit, cherry
0: stone freaks me out. Although a cherry pit itself is to me the greatest smell in the world.
1: The uh the smell of like almond, right? So good. So good.
0: Yeah. I think basically everything. But we cor- just named a bunch of fruits. According to the <laughs> Dave Chang show, fruits are bad for your teeth, basically. Corn <laughs> But also meat, right? Any ribby, any end-to-end end meat thing, which is why I think maybe white people love eating filet mignon so much because they don't have to worry about the Maybe they figured out. Maybe I have to start to embrace filet mignon.
1: I guess so. Just eat it with, it without, with your dentures out. You know,
0: it's foods that are safe. Sushi. Never had a piece of sushi stuck in my teeth. It's true. Sushi, no problems. <laughs> no problems. Pizza, no problems.
1: Well, you have a different problem with pizza, which is the dreaded pizza burn on the roof of your mouth. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's a rite of passage. I have you ever had a here's something you should never look at. If you get a, a pizza burn on the roof of your mouth, never look at that thing in the mirror. Have you had a <laughs> <It is> fucking <laughs> gross? Have you,
0: ever, have you ever had a pizza burn on the side of your lip? Have I talked the about side? This? Of, this happened to me so many times. Like here? Mm-hmm. I remember I was working at Kraft once and we were drinking at the bar no no idea bar and pretty drunk we're leaving and i i i just i'm like i need it hot and if you eat something like right out of the oven and the cheese pulls but instead of it burning the roof of your mouth it burnt the side right here <laughs> what i've
1: never had that oh, that's yeah. incredible oh
0: yeah it's like a second degree burn
1: on the outside of your mm-hmm. mouth
0: it's Yikes. it's it's something that I know very few people have ever experienced, but if you have, I feel your pain because <laughs> the reason it is so terrible isn't the actual pain itself because sometimes you don't even feel it right right here. Mm-hmm. But that's very gentle skin. <laughs> it's very sensitive area here, and the next morning, it's going to look like you needed to take Valtrex.
2: Yeah, it's a pizza. like literally feels you like, caught,
0: like you are you walking around with herpes from, a, herpes from a pizza, right? And you have so imagine that situation where you're telling people like everyone's looking at you and you're what are you supposed to do? You can't hide. You have to go to work, and then we're like, and you're like, no, 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 I eat pizza, hot, hot pizza, <laughs> right?
1: And the, and it's on this very sensitive area. It's yeah. the it's the and it's, it's all- the taint of my face, <laughs> and,
0: and it's all like looking just. It's exactly. a burnt and it
1: looks it's bub. And
0: then, so they don't even know what to think anymore. They're like, either you're lying, and that's disgusting, or you're or the you're truth. dumb as fuck, and, you're and I don't know if I ever want to
1: associate myself with you. Anymore. Right? Yeah. Either you're lying and disgusting, or you're telling the truth and disgusting. This
0: is literally how the best way how to lose friends and alienate people is by <laughs> eating hot pizza at night drunkenly and just burning the corner of your mouth on the outside. So if you think it's gross on the inside of your mouth, imagine how gross it is on the outside of your mouth. <laughs>
1: That's so gross, man. Yeah. Okay. I've never, I've never met anyone who's burned the pizza, burned their. And face. for those that do have mouth herpes, you can just tell people. <laughs> <You're> like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. I just really like
0: pizza. <laughs> <laughs> We've taken this way I, too far. I
2: had a pizza flare-up. Next. All right. Is it okay to floss in public?
1: I say
0: no. I listen. If you can especially I would say Asian people, they floss their teeth in public. They pick their teeth in public for sure. That's, I mean, they pick their teeth with a toothpick. If you can use your a toothpick to pick your teeth. Okay. Then why is it weird to if floss? If you do one of
1: these, if you cover your mouth and pick?
0: It, that, like, doing one of this is like <laughs> <two of these>. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you could just get away with no, doing, like, doing anything just do by like, covering it with it your, your hands. Like I'm like, why, we know what you're doing. And okay. you know, like, when you see little kids going like this I'm, with their nose. Like, a- we know what you're doing. <laughs> or I'm just like... <laughs> I
1: am... I I am I'm I'm against flossing in public, but I'm also I have a very 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 strong aversion to people who clip their nails in public. Who does that? Dude, I have seen it. I've worked in an office where people did it where like white people clipped their fucking nails at their desk. I've been on subway trains where people have clipped their fucking nails, airplanes, and I'm just like, this is barbaric shit. So, I don't put
0: Flossing on that think level, you're lying. I swear. Have to you guys ever? shot? That? that's funny.
2: One hundred percent. I actually had a coworker who would clip his nails at his desk. At the desk. At his fucking desk, dude. Do not clip your fucking nails
1: in public,
0: please, please. We're talking about flossing, bro.
1: I know, but I got, I got, I got triggered, man. I'm freaking out. Don't fucking clip your shit in front of me. It's disgusting. Ugh. Sorry, flossing is not as bad, but I'm against it.
0: I like how um, I think most people don't use their toothpicks in a restaurant, though. I agree with that. Because it's cleverly placed
1: at the door on the way, the host in on the way out.
0: Another way I judge things, not just a hotel, their toiletry assessment, I can really judge a restaurant by the dental amenities they offer guests in the bathroom. Mouthwash, toothbrush, toothbrush, floss picks, picks, not just mints. They're not going to have gum in a restaurant, right? But different kinds of mints. (laughs) But have you ever been in one where you're like, "This bathroom is not nice enough for you guys to have dental amenities"? It doesn't matter. (laughs) No judging there. I appreciate. appreciate. You know they have good amenities. Heidi Lau has good dental amenities. Heidi Lau has wonderful amenities, and I steal that shit. You do, too. Yeah, I need that toothbrush. Yeah, man. My next trip's coming up. I'm going to yeah, take man. that. Because I don't want that little coffin for my toothbrush yet. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: definitely Cause, And you know do. what's the
0: kind of toothbrush that's sort of amazing? Because you don't even have it. It's got toothbrush in the Brussels. Good, yeah. It's the best. So don't, don't just admit it. You, <laughs> you, But I'm just saying, okay, you yes. steal from Heidi Laud when you go to the bathroom.
1: Oh, I steal from Heidi Lau when I'm in the bathroom. I load up on the shrimp chips at the sauce bar. <laughs> <laughs> I do all kinds of shit at Heidi Lau. Heidi Lau is basically my Costco. I just go around tasting things.
0: You know, I was thinking the pain that I had, the pain that I have when I eat something and it's stuck in there for some time, mm. that throbbing pain that's not throbbing, but like feels throbbing even though it's minor. Yeah, mind. it's
1: literally something stuck in your craw, basically.
0: Corn on the cob. Not off the cob, I don't have a problem on the cop or something like that. I, I look at that like, oh, shit. You,
1: but okay. so And then if you don't have access to floss, do you ever run into this thing where you're like, I got to get this out? I don't even know which tooth it's between. I can't get the fucking thing. I
0: know. Where is it? Sometimes I use like a business card in my wallet yeah, or I've, something. I've been there, man. I I'm know. with you. I've been there. And I'm like, where is it? If, it? I just want to say this this kind of pain that you experience, if you know you have to be a certain age, maybe you don't. I tell you the truth. If I ever get kidnapped because somebody needs to hold me ransom to extract <laughs> extract some kind of information, you don't have to cut my fucking digits off. You don't have to fucking threaten to disembowel me. You don't have to fucking electrocute me. You don't have to give me some kind of truth serum. Just let me just a really low tech, low effort way of giving like getting me to give you the truth. Just stick shit in my teeth, just serve my gums with popcorn, s- serve kernels, and elote. Yeah. Just serve him some corn on the cob. I'll he- fucking tell you anything. No, and just, <laughs> and just dangle a piece of floss or a dental pick in front of me. I'd be like, "This can all be over, Mister yeah, Chang. This exactly. can all be over right yeah. now." I'll give you anything because <laughs> the pain is that maddening. You do not. In that instance, let me tell you my would-be captors: don't worry don't stress you don't have to like get an intern to build you some torture device yeah right that you're not satisfied with you just just stick shit in my teeth in between my my gum line and i'll tell you
1: anything you want your achilles heel is in your mouth yeah i got you (laughs) i can't remember the other much like like deep (laughs) throat you have (laughs) given you You've given uh, theoretical captors a few different ways of extracting information from you. I got to remember what the other ones are. I don't remember, but (laughs) But suffice to say, you will
0: cave quickly. Anything else we got? You know, we good? We good. All right. Before we get you out of here, just a reminder if you're in the Los Angeles area, to visit us at Smorgasbord at Ice Cream Alley on Sundays. We're there for. I don't know, a handful of more weeks. We hope that it's gonna be a more permanent thing and we are working on something that I, I think is pretty cool.
1: I think it's gonna be very cool. And I think that you know, that all aside, there's some really like like the a whole bunch of people have talked to me about that trumpo, the ice cream trumpo
0: you posted. There's
1: some cool shit happening and some
0: like really six two six
1: is a new vendor.
0: Yep. They have some delicious things, the barley burnt barley the the milk tea, the, the tea one, cream, right? The yeah. ice cream. Oh, that was very they had a good. barley, ice cream delicious. Uh, the New Zealand ice cream place, delicious. Everything's very good. The Thai ice cream place, very good. I'll check that out. I want to say one thing. So this, this uh, TV show I just finished, fantastic. It was originally recommended to me by the great Mina Kimes. And I saw it, I said the first episode, and I'm like, eh, Mina, you helped me win a million dollars, but that's smart. And I put it away. And then I recently bumped into a bunch of my friends. and We had dinner and you know what they were all talking about? The show nonstop. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, you probably didn't even hear about it. And I, this is a moment where if I listen to Mina, she is that smart. Mm. I would have been super cool because <laughs> I've known exactly what they're talking about because most people haven't seen this show. And these are people that I've, I'm friends with that are, you know, on strike. And they were like, this show is one of the best shows ever made. I'm like, what, what is it? The Patriot on Amazon.
1: Oh, interesting. I've seen this, but I've avoided it. This is great?
0: It's is really good. Okay. It's extremely funny. Okay. But you have to like keep with it. Okay. Yeah. I'll It's check very, this out. very, very, very good. And I'm I'm I apologize to Mina Kimes for saying that I would and then not, not not doing it. And and then thinking, not less of you, but like, well, I don't know if I'm gonna take too many more. You know. Too many more Mina Yeah. Mm. All right. I'll check out The Patriot. Because her opinions about movies and TV shows were more to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we should also give a quick shout out to our buddy Andrew Leland, whose book came out, I think, this past week. I think he's going to come have dinner with us in the studio soon. And he's still talking to us, even though I talk about <laughs> Daredevil. I think, and, uh, uh, and, and being a blind catching hero. <laughs> the country of the blind. You should check it out. I, I, I know we joked about this with him. Not even joked about this. We tried to t- tiger parent him into getting a Pulitzer like we got uh, for Hwasu when he was on. I'm not, I'm not going to write it off Over under Over
0: under. Let's give us some odds. FanDuel. I hey,
1: think, uh, you know,
0: contact our, our <laughs> team at FanDuel. Let's get some odds th- on think this. He,
1: I think he can pull it off. Plus 800? A Pulitzer is a tall word. I think plus 800 would be appropriate. I think you'd be getting a deal at plus 800, though. Whoa. Maybe plus six.
0: I mean... Andrew, if you were really, like, serious about this, you'd be, like, minus 140.
1: <laughs> Could I do one more piece of business before we let everybody go? I got this. I, I should have done this during the last day, but I got this letter in the mail that I thought would be fun for us to read.
0: Yeah. Dear Chris, this is I a, went to Banu.
1: <laughs> this is from a... Uh... And
0: they didn't ask for me all <laughs> you can eat. This is, from,
1: this is from Sabrina, who I believe is age eight. Dear
0: Mr. I was playing competitive <laughs> golf at age eight. I won tournaments at age eight. What are you doing, Sabrina?
1: Well, dear, I mean, she, this is what she's doing. Dear Mr. Chris Ying, keep that in mind, people. I have an idea for a TV show. I don't know what to call it. So it would be 10 chefs and their kids compete in competitions for a prize. There would also be judges, but they're rotating between the kids and the adults. Are you correcting your grammar? No, this is all as You should written. correct it. <laughs> I think it would be a cool and funny idea. I've been thinking about this for a long time. I wish you a good summer, Sabby. P.S. I think Secret Chef was great. Just needs more Chefy. Oh. So we had a fan. We had a Secret Let Chef fan. We got a Secret Chef fan.
0: Let's see if this was actually written by an eight-year-old. It's
1: it's, it's real eight-year-old there. Or a serial killer.
0: <laughs> so young Sabby just cut letters out of a magazine and pasted them on here. <laughs> this could be the work of a Hannibal Lecter life fan.
1: well look at the little drawing on the back like the little heart with the skull is a little threatening it's a little
0: threatening it's Sheffy as the Punisher you recognize it as Sheffy I did as the recognize. Punisher
1: <laughs> nice pull on Punisher well listen I just want to say that that idea is now property of Major Domo Media having submitted this this is now if you see this TV show come out this was and let ours let me just
0: tell you Sabrina I may not be a smart man. I was terrible at English grammar too, but that's not the right tense for compete. (laughs) All right, Sabrina, get with it. So
1: we got a word of the day and a grammar lesson in one episode. All
0: right.